Hey everyone, a lot has happened since the last news roundup, so it's time for another one. We've got, of course, all the Comic-Con stuff to cover, as well as other additional news. So let's get started with the casting news. First of all, we've got Chris Evans, who is joining Emily Blunt in Netflix's Pain Hustlers movie. We talked about this last time when it was announced. It sounds very interesting. I'm a fan of Chris Evans, so I'm looking forward to this. Steven Yoon is joining Robert Pattinson, as well as the rest of the stacked cast in Bong Joon-ho's Mickey 7 sci-fi movie. This is awesome. I'm looking forward to this. Steven Yoon is a great actor. I really want to see Nope. I still haven't gotten a chance to, but I'm looking forward to seeing him in that film. Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are appearing in Marvel's Echo series, and Charlie Cox will also appear in She-Hulk coming in a few weeks. And this is awesome news. I know, I know, I have to, and I definitely will, but I have yet to see Daredevil, the show, the Netflix show, but I'm really excited to see how Marvel incorporates these characters as they continue to build out the street-level MCU. This only makes me more excited for Echo, which is a show I was already looking forward to more than most. So this is awesome. I'm also very curious to see how the characterization of Kingpin is going to change or remain the same, because I wasn't a big fan of him in that Hawkeye finale, but I know that he can be more menacing because everybody raves about him from the Netflix Daredevil, so I'm very curious to see how they handle that. Next up, Viola Davis is returning as Amanda Waller in Black Adam. This is great news. I'm sure it's going to be a really small part, but Viola Davis is obviously a fantastic actor. She's great in this role, and I'm excited to see more of her before her spinoff series that was announced a little while ago. So that's awesome. Alden Ehrenreich is joining Marvel's Ironheart series in what is described as a key role. Um, I've seen Alden in a lot of stuff now, and he's a great actor. Um, I'm surprised that his career hasn't been huge after Solo. It kind of sucks because he is a solid actor and the kind of box office failure of Solo is not really his fault at all. But I'm excited to learn what his role is. I'm excited to see him in the MCU. Hopefully he gets something interesting. Uh, I think it's Joel Gretsch and Gustav Skarsgård are joining Ben Affleck's Nike movie. We've also talked about this movie a few times at this point. I cannot wait for it. It sounds fascinating, and this casting is cool. Next up, Adam Scott is joining Sony's Madam Web movie. Adam Scott, obviously a great actor. I'm a fan of his. I'm curious to see how he fits into this movie, but until Sony proves to me that they can make a Marvel movie of high quality, I have no excitement for any of their slate, really. I'll watch whatever comes out, because I watch most movies, but I won't get excited until I see that they can actually make something good since I have not been a fan of Venom, Venom 2, or Morbius. So we'll see what happens. Raphael Casal has joined Loki Season 2. Looking forward to this. I'm really excited to see where Season 2 goes. Peter Dinklage has joined the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This is also cool. I'm a fan of Peter Dinklage. I'm looking forward to seeing him in this movie. Next up, Kurt and Wyatt Russell, father and son, have joined the Apple TV Plus Godzilla series. And I'm actually looking forward to this a lot more than you might expect. The idea of long-form storytelling for the MonsterVerse franchise is just really fascinating to me. Um, I'm really curious to see what they do with it, because the weakness of those MonsterVerse movies were the characters and any time we were with humans. But you need those humans to get invested into the story. That's why I think with long-form storytelling, there's potential to actually have good human characters and get invested in them 
to make the monsters even more impactful. Um, so there's something interesting there. I'm curious to see how they take it. Um, Kurt Russell, obviously a great actor. Wyatt has proven to be as well. It'll be fun to see father and son acting together. And I'm actually a lot more interested in this project now than I ever thought I'd be for anything monstrous. Um, I think I might have talked about this one in a previous news roundup when I think it was just rumored, but I'll just mention it again now. Amanda Stanberg will star in The Acolyte for Lucasfilm. This is a series that is fascinating to me because a Star Wars show completely separate from everything else that is primarily focused on the dark side just sounds amazing. I'm not familiar with Amandla, but I'm glad to see more news about this show. I'm excited to see them in it, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Next up, I also might have mentioned this one in the previous news roundup, but now it's officially confirmed that Kobe Smulders will return as Maria Hill in Secret Invasion. Don Cheadle as War Machine as Rhodey will also be a part of the show. This just makes sense. I would be more surprised if Maria Hill was not in this show. As for Don Cheadle, more of him is always awesome. He's a phenomenal actor. I love the character of Rhodey. I loved him in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm always excited to see more of him. Um, I heard that the show was described as having a more dark and gritty tone, which I cannot wait for. I love the more lighthearted MCU we've been getting recently with She-Hulk, with Miss Marvel, with Thor Love and Thunder. But I'm also really ready for a change of pace with something darker, with something more intense something more along the lines of like Moon Knight and Multiverse of Madness were both kind of darker projects. Um, so this is shaping up to be one of my most anticipated Marvel projects in production, probably my most anticipated show in production. And I'm very curious and super excited for Secret Invasion. So that is all the casting news. And now let's move on to the other news. And let's just start by going through all the Marvel animation stuff from that Comic-Con panel. We'll go through each show. First of all is Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is coming out in 2024. The show takes place in a different timeline where Norman Osborn becomes Peter Parker's mentor instead of Tony Stark. It has already been greenlit for a second season titled Spider-Man Sophomore Year, of course, and uh, Charlie Cox will voice Daredevil in the show. Other characters confirmed include Harry Osborn, Amadeus Cho, uh, Dr. Octopus, Rhino, Scorpion, Speed Demon, Tarantula, a ton more. Some concept art was also released that looks very cool. This sounds really awesome. I was mildly interested in this show before, but not too much, because how much can they really do? Spider-Man's story in the MCU is pretty much fully filled out. There are so many limitations to whatever stories they would try to tell. So I think setting this in a different universe is genius, because it allows them to incorporate all these characters and tell more creative stories without having to worry about continuity. I love continuity, but sometimes it can be an annoying limitation. So I'm glad that the creators are freeing themselves of that. So I can't wait for this show now. I'm excited to see what they do with it. The only bad news about this is the release date. That wait for 2024 for this show is going to suck, but hopefully it'll be worth it. Next up is What If Season 2, which will release in early 2023. Again, another kind of bummer release date delay, but that's okay. The show is also being renewed for a third season. Season two includes stories about Captain Carter meeting the Winter Soldier, as teased by the season one post credit scene, Odin versus the Mandarin, Tony on Sakaar with Valkyrie and Hulk, which I'm pretty sure is the story delayed from season one with Thanos Gamora, and a Hela story. 
So I can't wait for this. I really enjoyed season one. It was just enjoyable fan service. It wasn't complex, interesting, revolutionary storytelling, but it was just more fun, surface level fan service, seeing these characters that we love in new situations. So I'm expecting that same thing from season two, and I'm excited to see season two. Um, the Odin versus Mandarin story especially has piqued my curiosity. I wonder what that's going to be. I can't wait for this. Um, looks very cool. Next up, we have Marvel Zombies, which will also release in 2024. It will be rated TVMA, which is really surprising, and it includes characters um, like Ghost, Abomination, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, Okoye, Captain America, Icarus, Jimmy Woo, Kate Bishop, Yelena, uh, Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel, Red Guardian, and more. This is my most anticipated of all the upcoming Marvel animated shows. The concept art they showed looked so cool. I love the fact that they're not pulling any punches. Um, the fact that it's rated TVMA means it's going to be brutal and gory. I can't wait to see all these characters interacting, teaming up, seeing zombie versions of them is so cool. Um, I'm just curious to learn also which actors from live action will be returning to voice their animated counterparts. Just everything about this show looks so cool to me. I cannot wait. Marvel Zombies is definitely the big winner of this Marvel animation panel for me. Um, I wasn't really excited for it before, but that has now changed. Next up, we got the X-Men 97 revival coming in fall 2023. The show has also already been renewed for a second season. Included will be Sunspot, Cable, Bishop, and Nightcrawler. Those are all new additions to the show. Magneto will be the leader of the X-Men in the show, which is fascinating. This also looks really cool. I haven't seen the original show, but I'm going to. I'm planning to before this comes out. I'm looking forward to this a lot more than I was expecting to, so that's cool. Finally, in Marvel Animation, we have the I Am Groot shorts. The first batch may already be released by the time you're listening to this, but the show has already been renewed, and additional five shorts will be coming later on. This looks really cute. We got a little trailer for it. Um, I bet it'll deliver on exactly what it promises. Clever, cute, funny little shorts. I don't really expect much more than this. Um, it'll probably please the younger audience it's aiming for, so I'm all for them continuing to pump these out. So that's cool. Let's now move on from Marvel Animation to Marvel Live Action. We got plenty of release dates and logo treatments for projects we already knew about, we already talked about, so I'm not going to go through all of those. But I just picked out a few of them and a few pieces of interesting news to focus on. First of all, the name of the new Marvel Daredevil series we talked about is Daredevil Born Again. It will be released spring 2024 with an 18-episode season. Of course, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio will be returning. Um, Daredevil really was the big winner of Comic-Con. He's in like four upcoming projects or something, which is pretty cool. Um, but talking about the show, the title is cool. I have to read the comic it's based on. I know the Born Again comic is uh, highly acclaimed. What's most exciting about this for me, though, is the 18 episodes. They're finally, finally breaking the six-episode formula, and I couldn't be more excited. That six-episode formula has proven not to work, with Miss Marvel being the most recent example, and I'm so glad to see them finally, hopefully, noticing that and changing that. Hopefully, they continue this pattern. I cannot wait for the show. Although I will say 18 episodes, that's that's long. That's a lot longer than I would have maybe asked for or guessed, but we'll see. I'm very excited to see what they do with this. 
Next up, I wanted to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. It is confirmed to feature MODOK. Also, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has confirmed that Maria Bakalova, who we talked about, is playing Cosmo, and Chukwudi Iwuji is playing High Evolutionary. This is all awesome. I'm so curious to see how they translate MODOK to live action. And then Chukwudi Iwuji as High Evolutionary is going to be awesome. He was great in Peacemaker. Maria Bakalova as Cosmo will probably be a standout. Just hilarious. All of this is great news. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it. Captain America New World Order is the title of the next Captain America movie. Of course, starring Anthony Mackie as Cap. That will be directed by Julius Ona and releasing in 2024. First of all, I like the title New World Order. I love Sam Wilson as Captain America. I'm excited to see this movie pick up on the threads that were started in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm not familiar with Julius Ona, but I have faith in Marvel, and I'm excited to see what he does with this movie. Next up, Agatha House of Harkness has been renamed to Agatha Coven of Chaos. This is cool. I like both names. I'm looking forward to this show. Hopefully, it'll further develop Agatha as a character and explain her motivations more. Um... I like the idea of Wanda appearing in the show. Maybe this show will be a pseudo follow-up to WandaVision and we'll see White Vision. Who knows? I'm just very excited to see what this is because this feels like something that was created directly from the popularity of WandaVision and not something they were planning for. So I'm just, I'm super curious. Next up, we got more kind of organizational news. Phases four through six of the MCU are titled The Multiverse Saga. Phase 4 ends with Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and Phase 5 ends with Thunderbolts. Phase 6 begins with Fantastic Four and includes Avengers Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. We also just learned that Kang Dynasty will be directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. First of all, the Multiverse Saga title and the Phase organization stuff is very cool. I like that they're organized, they have a clear plan. It's a bit arbitrary, there's no real meaning to it, but whatever. I do think it's a genius, genius PR move from Marvel. I don't think their original plan was to have Phase 4 be done with Wakanda Forever. I think they've seen all this talk about Phase 4 is worse than the others or all this uncertainty about Phase 4, all this kind of mixed press about it. And they decided, you know what? We're just going to call Wakanda Forever the end of Phase 4. That'll put a cap on Phase 4. And then we'll call the next ones Phase 5 to kind of end this cycle of bad press about Phase 4. And I just think... That is such a genius move, and I, I, it's just so smart. I love that idea. The big thing, though, is, of course, the two new Avengers movies in one year. Both will be releasing, apparently, in 2025. This is probably the biggest news I've ever covered. Both Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars are crazy, huge stories in the comics, and I, I'm just so curious to see how they're going to be adapted. Will Marvel be able to do it? I have no idea. Destin Daniel Cretton directing King Dynasty is amazing. He did a fantastic job with Shang-Chi. Apparently, he's also directing the sequel, producing the spinoff show, which I think is a Shaolin show, and directing the Wonder Man show. I don't know, but I just have no clue how he has time for all of that. But nevertheless, two Avengers movies in one year is insane. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that ends up changing and they're split up a little more, which is not a huge deal. I mean, the fact that they're even doing these two storylines is so extremely ambitious. I have so many questions. I'm sure you have all the same ones. I just can't wait. I can't wait. We have been waiting to see 
where the MCU is going, what's the big kind of battle, what's the direction it's moving in. We can finally have some sense of that now. We have some idea of that. I couldn't be more excited. This is some of the coolest news I've ever covered. It's awesome. And I know there's going to be more. We're not done yet. I have a feeling D23 is going to be chock full of announcements too. Um, I'm hoping for Moon Knight Season 2, maybe more Miss Marvel, uh, maybe Eternals 2, maybe Thor 5. Um, I have no idea, but I just, I'm very excited for all the news that's going to come out of that as well. But let's move on now to other news. Um, there's still some stuff sprinkled throughout, but we've covered the bulk of the Comic-Con stuff. Greg Berlanti will replace Jason Bateman as the director of Project Artemis, and Channing Tatum will replace Chris Evans. Um, we've talked about this project a lot. This is kind of a bummer. I like Channing Tatum. I'll still watch the movie, but everything that originally interested me in this movie is now gone. Jason Bateman, Scarlett Johansson, and Chris Evans have all left. The premise is still interesting. Hopefully it'll turn out to be good. But I will say I have a lot less faith in Greg Berlanti than I did in Jason Bateman. So we'll see how it turns out. But I'll still keep my eye on it. I'm still interested. Disney's Lilo and Stitch movie will be directed by Dean Fleischer Camp, the man behind Marcel the Shell, which is currently in theaters and getting absolutely rave reviews. I have yet to see the movie, but I've heard nothing but praise. And what I've seen of it, I've seen the trailer, I've heard a lot about it, and it gives me the confidence to say that I think Dean Fleischer Camp is a great choice for Lilo and Stitch. I don't care much about this remake, but I'll watch it. It definitely has potential. Hopefully it turns out to be good. I'm looking forward to that. Next up, Jennifer Lawrence and Brian Tyree Henry will co-star in the A24 drama Causeway, described as an intimate portrait of a soldier struggling to adjust to her life after returning home to New Orleans. So this sounds super interesting. Jennifer Lawrence is obviously a great actor, but Brian Tyree Henry especially um, was a standout in Eternals. I'm excited to see him in Bullet Train. Um, I think he has just become somebody I really am a fan of and I'm watching a lot. And this premise sounds really interesting. I'm really looking forward to this one. I hope it's good. Next up, Disney Plus has an Aragon series in development. I haven't read any of the Aragon books, but I'm interested in this. Um, I think this is obviously Disney capitalizing on the wave of fantasy content we've been getting recently and will be getting in the next few weeks. And um, I'm a fan of the fantasy genre, so I'll definitely check this out. Our final story before we move on to trailers is that Netflix has announced plans for a sequel and a spinoff to The Gray Man. Ryan Gosling and the Russo brothers will return for the sequel and produce the spinoff. I don't care about this. I doubt I'm going to watch them, to be honest. I posted my review of The Gray Man yesterday. Um, if you listen to it, you know that I really disliked that movie. I was extremely disappointed by how lackluster it was. I have no interest in any attempt to make a franchise out of it. The Russo brothers have shown that they can make good movies, so hopefully the sequel will be an improvement, but I am not really that interested. Um, I'm also very curious. This has obviously been in development for a long time before the movie came out, but I wonder if Netflix is starting to have hesitation after the movie came out, and I think it, it did really well, of course, but I don't think it did nearly as well as they were expecting or hoping for. But, uh, but we'll see. So that's all the other news. Let's move on to the trailers. Um, in the interest of time, I'm going to move through these trailers a lot faster than usual because there's obviously a lot of them. First of all, the new Black Adam Comic-Con trailer looked very cool. It did raise my excitement for the movie a little bit. 
Uh, I still am not super hyped, but I'm looking forward to it now. I'm just super curious to see how it's going to be. I'm still curious to see who the villain is too. Um, I really don't know. Next up, the Don't Worry Darling second trailer is more of the same. Uh, I didn't love the trailer. It was fine. Um, I still can't wait for the movie, though. I'm still, my hype for this movie is through the roof, but the second trailer just didn't do anything for me. The She-Hulk trailer was also fine. I liked getting more of the story. It was cool to see Wong and Daredevil. Um, it wasn't It wasn't as good as the first trailer to me, um, but I'm just still, I'm looking forward to this show. Not as much as maybe some of the other Marvel shows, but I'm very curious. I feel like it could be amazing and just be a slam dunk or just absolutely suck. And I think it all rides on the comedy and how funny the show is. And I just don't know how much that style of comedy is going to work on me. So it's just kind of a wait and see for me on She-Hulk. Next up, we got multiple trailers for the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power uh, Amazon TV series. I'm very excited for the show. It looks visually stunning. I can't wait to immerse myself in this world again. I'm a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Um, I've read the books. I've watched the movies. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm very curious to see how it's going to turn out. Um, You can definitely see that money on screen um, being the most expensive show ever made by a long shot. Next up, we got the trailer for Amsterdam. I love that trailer. I have no idea what's happening story-wise, but the cast is fantastic. One of the best casts in any movie in a long time. I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, Just looks great. I'm very excited. We also got the trailer for The Woman King. This also is solid. The cast is great. The action looks cool. I love the basic premise of this movie, and it has the potential to be something really great. So I'm looking forward to it. We also got the Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves trailer, which was fine. I'm glad to see a more lighthearted take on the fantasy genre, which is usually very self-serious. But this trailer was, eh, it was fine. I'll watch the movie, but this didn't do much for my excitement level. I've never played Dungeons & Dragons, so I don't really know. But it's fine. The John Wick 4 teaser was great. We kind of all know exactly what to expect from this franchise at this point, and the trailer looks like exactly that. John Wick versus Donnie Yen and Hiroyuki Sanada is something I cannot wait to see. Of course, it's going to be just awesome action, hopefully more cool world building. Hopefully the story makes sense. Um, One of my problems with John Wick 2 and more so John Wick 3 is that the actual story is very convoluted and it needs to be streamlined. It wasn't very cohesive and it felt like the movie was almost drowning in its own world building, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm hoping that John Wick 4 can still have that world building I love, but streamline it and hopefully present it in a way that um, is more comprehensive and makes more sense. Next up is the Shazam Fury of the Gods teaser or trailer from Comic-Con. It was solid, exactly what I expected. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, don't have much to say. I like the first Shazam. I don't love it, but it's solid. And hopefully this movie lives up to that. I'm excited to see Lucy Liu and Helen Murin hopefully chewing up scenery as the villains. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio trailer looks way better than I expected. It looks really cute and way better than the Disney version. I might watch them both just because I want to see how they compare, but we'll see. Um, Last but not least, of course, is the trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And what can I say about this trailer that hasn't already been said? It is a perfect, perfect teaser trailer. 
one of the best first teaser trailers I have ever seen. Um, seeing Namor and the Maya-inspired designs is awesome. The cast is awesome. Ironheart, Michaela Cole, the new Black Panther, Atlantis versus Wakanda. All of that looks amazing. The visuals were stunning. The emotion throughout the trailer is unlike anything else. It's powerful. Uh, Angela Bassett's speech being also the only dialogue in the whole trailer is just perfect and just gave me chills. It's just so impactful, so powerful. Also, the music choice going from the Bob Marley cover to Kendrick Lamar was just perfect. Um, this trailer is just amazing in every single way. There's nothing else I can say besides the fact that I cannot wait for this movie. It looks like something really special and I, it's just amazing. I can't wait. Um, perfect trailer. And that's the perfect way to close out this news roundup. What do you think of all these news? What's your favorite news to come out of Comic-Con? What did you think of all these trailers? Let me know in the comments, the email, the voicemail, or the form. All of those links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening and have a good day.